This episode is sponsored by Code Health. Code connects healthcare providers to the largest community of medical coding professionals in the country with over 4,600 domestic certified coders. As a single stop for all coding needs, Code's on-demand model has solved for daily staffing challenges and coding inefficiencies by allowing providers to access the right coder at the right time while gaining insights to better manage their coding operations. To learn more about Code, visit CodeHealth.com, that's K-O-D-E Health.com, or email Code directly at partnerships at CodeHealth.com. In 2009, when President Barack Obama signed the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act, which in part promoted digitization of patient information, electronic health record systems were seen as a technology that would improve care and convenience as well as saving money. But 10 years later, healthcare organizations are struggling with this technology. Welcome to Voices in Healthcare Finance. I'm Erica Grotto. Today, we're talking about the challenges presented by EHR technology and what healthcare organizations can do to achieve the elusive ROI. That's coming up after the news. This is Rich Daly, Senior Writer and Editor for HFMA with your Healthcare Finance News Update. One in seven providers in the largest Medicare bundled payment model left after five months. But that was a lower rate than the 22% departure rate of the predecessor program. CMS disclosed that 117 hospitals, or 14% of such organizations, and 135 physician practices, or 19% of physician practices in the program, left Medicare's Bundled Payments for Care Improvement Advanced program by March 1st. In other news, as many as 17 states could eventually have Medicaid work requirements, which may cut into the finances of hospitals in those states. That, according to a new analysis. The report extrapolated early effects on Medicaid coverage totals in Arkansas, the first state to implement such requirements. And finally, hospital leaders say they no longer are trying to do a little bit of everything. Instead, they aim to specialize in some activities while finding outside partners that perform better in other areas. Hartford Healthcare, for instance, joined with GE Healthcare on an analytics initiative that optimized utilization and staffing at the system's seven hospitals. For more details on these and other healthcare finance news stories, check out our daily news page at hfma.org forward slash news. The healthcare transformation is gaining velocity. From new startups and mergers to enormous cross-industry partnerships, change is coming. We invite you to be bold, to lead the change. Join us for the HFMA annual conference in Orlando this June. Get the tools you need to take action. Learn more at annual.hfma.org. Although the vast majority of U.S. hospitals have adopted electronic health record technology, hospital and health system leaders face continued challenges getting a return on their EHR investment. Today, we're bringing you Eric Reese's interview with David Burek, Managing Director at Navigant, about what participants in a Navigant forum last year had to say about the topic. I think the group would agree with the statement that the ROI has not developed. There were a couple of instances of how we added material fixed costs that we think we weren't going to add. We didn't take out expenses that we thought we were going to take out. Of course, there was the uh, collective concern about 
how this has affected caregiver satisfaction and the ease of doing their work. Those are two pretty big concerns that were relatively freely admitted. But at least to my ears, the, the solution offered was not a radical one. No one was saying, oh, let's tear these things out. Rather, there were some almost academic conversations about how there, there are stages of technological adoption, and we got to work through this phase. I'd like to go faster. We are heavily dependent on our vendors. We, we want them to prioritize innovations that can drive value and allow us to get those costs. We'd like it if the systems can be informed with artificial intelligence sooner rather than later. So I would say it was relatively freely admitted that the EHR has been expensive, that rather than a measurable return on investment, it may have actually increased costs. And it's really hard to see how it's made material savings from reducing length of stay or eliminating duplicate exams or some of the some of the other things that were mentioned. Uh, it was also admitted that more often than not, the uh, drudgery and the necessity of spending time with the systems has at least emotionally driven for most caregivers overcome the advantage of all of having all the information and test results, et cetera, uh, at their fingertips when they need it. But it was like, let's get through this. We're all going to learn how to use this information better. We need to get organized to make sure that there's a prioritization of software improvements and application development that will yield the benefits quicker, better, faster, and hear the course. I think that's how I would summarize that portion of the day. Did anybody have any like success stories uh, in terms of physician engagement? I know that you mentioned that that a lot of uh, caregivers find there's a certain amount of drudgery in, in working with the EAHR, but were there some innovative solutions to that problem where physicians could sort of see the value and get on board with it? I think that many of the metrics, and, and, and this actually is in line with the notion about the evolution of technology adoption. So I think, I think a lot of folks had metrics that were about ensuring a successful install. So most of the metrics are all of the physicians are online and use it and don't have paper and and some of the innovations to support that you know you've you've heard about them things like drives and whatnot that I would hope are temporary uh, as more elegant solutions get installed so no I I don't think there was a list of five things to do to make your EHR blended it really was more of a it's a it's a nine inning game and we're in the first inning we're not going to figure it out on our own we need our vendors to figure this out and oh by the way. Every year, the new caregivers are more literate with this stuff, and they're helping us figure out how to use this better. I think there is some expectations of reinstalls, um, and and uh, actually, in the middle of the conversation, um, questions about general ledgers and financial systems came up with the recognition that in some cases, investment in those foundational systems has been put off in favor of EHRs for the last decade, decade or so. And now it's time to reinvest in our ERPs so we can get better information to manage the business. I think it started to dawn on people that digital and IT budgets aren't going to go down. They're going to continue to grow, but the organizations have to get better on figuring out how those investments will 
in, in a short term uh, have a positive effect on value. And that may not necessarily have been part of the initial expectation for them. But anyway, we can say that it's not just a sort of a vague hope that things are going to get better. There are signs that there's an evolution that's happening. And it, as you said, we're in the first inning, but we can see the direction we're headed. Yes. Now, is the average CEO an information scientist and 120% conversant black belt in digital and IT? Probably not. But the journey and the conversations that are having has led them to that's, that's a reasonable assumption to guide their organization. Well, thanks so much, David. I appreciate your taking the time to talk with me. Yeah, thanks for the call. I appreciate the conversation. Wouldn't it be great to provide your staff with unlimited access to HFMA's library of online education? How about HFMA's accredited certification programs, market-leading white papers, in-depth research reports, and more? Introducing Enterprise Solutions a group membership program designed to provide your organization's employees with cost-effective tools and resources that increase staff engagement and optimize organizational results. Get your organization engaged with Enterprise. For more information and to watch an introductory video, visit hfma.org forward slash enterprise. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Erica Grotto. Now it's time for Fast Five, a quick hit list about a hot topic in healthcare. Investing in data analytics is a strategic imperative for every provider organization in today's data-driven world. But understanding the potential value that data analytics can bring to justify that investment is a crucial concern. Today, we're bringing you five key elements to an effective analytics solution. Structure and cleanliness of data. Health systems receive data from multiple sources and systems, and it's important systems be in place for accurately classifying and standardizing the data to ensure the data are credible and comparable. Timeliness of data. The timeliness of data will vary depending on different analytic needs, which can include retrospective, real-time, and prospective analyses. Appropriateness of data. Depending on an individual's role within the organization, data needs can range from broad and general to narrow and specific. Accessibility of data. Individuals at all levels of the organization should be able to easily drill down into the reports for details about initiatives, such as who is accountable for specific targets or goals, whether goals are being met, and what execution risks exist. Visualization of data. Data should be visualized in a way that enables users to quickly identify areas requiring attention. The information in this segment came from Return on Analytics, Addressing the Signals in the Noise, from the March issue of HFM Magazine. You can read that and all other HFM content at hfma.org hfm. Voices in Healthcare Finance is a production of the Healthcare Financial Management Association and written and hosted by me, Erica Grotto. Additional reporting this week was by Rich Daly and Eric Reese. Sound editing is by Linda Chandler and Michael Shorbot. HFMA's president and CEO is Joe Pfeiffer. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Voices in Healthcare Finance wherever you get your podcasts. Please tell us what you think or send us your stories at podcast at hfma.org.